Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Cora Naylor to the podcast. Cora is a certified emotion code practitioner, life coach, virtual co-working host, and Crack the Code podcast host, as well as a personal development junkie and lifelong learner. After her kids left home, Cora was ready to discover what was next for her. She had worked a lot of traditional jobs as well as direct sales businesses over the years, but never realized the success she was hoping for. She knew that the issue was something within herself. After working with an emotion code practitioner, she realized that it was her emotional baggage that was holding her back. Once she cracked the code of her emotions, she knew she could help other women do the same. Welcome, Cora, to the podcast. I am thrilled to have you with me today. Oh, thanks, Anne. Excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to the emotion code, how you discovered how you discovered it, and how you discovered someone to help educate you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, um, in the bio there, you know, I've done a lot of different things. I've been always looking for what do I want to do when I grow up? Sort of started that journey in my 20s, um, got exposed to direct sales back then. And that's sort of what started me on the personal development road. And I always knew there was something more, something more. Tried a lot of different companies at the same time, you know, ended up getting married, having kids. Some of some of that time kind of went into the background and came back out. But I, you know, I could see other people really succeeding in their direct sales companies. I didn't always really get the success I was hoping for. And so it was kind of sad to, you know, I was like, what's going on? Is there something wrong with me? Like, what's happening here? So over the years, took a lot of different kinds of courses and programs, hoping that something was going to click for me. And then one day I was at a networking event and met a lady who was an emotion code practitioner. And I did a few sessions with her and I was always really intrigued by it. Just thought it sounded so cool. And then I went and got certified as a life coach. And while I was in my life coach training, there is one module where we work on emotions. And at that time, they want you to, you know, pick something from your childhood. Let's really dig into it, you know, see if we can get through it. But for me, I couldn't remember some of the stuff from when I was a kid. 
My parents split up when I was little and it wasn't really bad. I mean, it wasn't abused or anything like that, but for my kid brain, it was bad enough that I shut down a lot of stuff for me and just blocked it off. So I couldn't get through it. And in that training, I kept thinking, man, the emotion code would be so much easier than this. And so then I went and got certified as a most emotion code practitioner. Because one of the nice things with that is you don't have to relive your events. You don't have to even remember the events in order to release the emotions surrounding the events. So, um, yeah, that brings up a lot of questions. (laughs) So what are the principles and the concepts behind emotion code work? And do you have to actually have a person physically present? I uh, know that's one of the great things about it. You don't have to be together because ener- it's energy. You can be anywhere to work with people. I do most of my work virtually. Um, the Emotion Code itself was developed by Dr. Bradley Nelson. He's a now retired chiropractor. And he wrote a book called on the Emotion Code so people can purchase the book and learn to do the basics themselves. Um, what he did is he created a chart. And the chart has 60 negative emotions on it. So what you do is say, if I was having this session with you, I would connect to your subconscious using muscle testing. And there's different kinds of muscle testing out there. If you're not familiar with what it is, you can YouTube it and find out lots of different ways. I do what's called the ring method. So when I'm connecting, I do a ring method like this. So if I'm asking a question and it's a yes answer, it stays tight. And if it's a no, it slips through. So what I can do is ask your subconscious, I will work as your proxy because we're from at a distance and I'll ask where that emotion is or whatever the issue is on the chart. And then I use a magnet to release it. So I'll take a magnet and swipe it three times over my head, which goes over the governing meridian, which goes from your nose all the way down to the back of your spine. So as long as you swipe it away over that area, that dissipates the energy and releases the emotion. So it's kind of like when you you know, release the magnetic strip off the back of a credit card. I, I, I did start reading the book and <laughs> I'm still, it's fascinating and um, beyond my comprehension, <laughs> but um, certainly very interesting. And so how does this differ from other uh, counseling methods? Yeah, the. Well, generally with counseling is you're talking and you have to get that out of you, right? Um, But sometimes you can't remember things. So you you can't talk about it if you can't remember it and vocalize it. So with this way, you can just release the emotion that's around it. So in some ways they could work together because maybe if you can release some of the emotion, then that might make you better able to speak it out. Um, But the nice thing is like, you don't have to relive it because, you know, if you're talking it out and if that's a good thing too, sometimes that helps doing it that way or journaling, whatever you need to do, but you don't have to relive it to release those emotions. And so that helps with releasing your negative self-talk as well. Yep. Yep. And Dr. Brad figures the average person has about two or 300 trapped emotions. They just store in your body like little balls of energy. And something will happen that will activate them to cause you an issue. Um, When you're doing something else, least expect it. It doesn't always match up with what you're doing. 
For instance, I recently worked with a lady who was really having a lot of anxiety about going to the dentist for some potential dental surgery. And when we released the emotions, the emotions were some stuff that with issues she had with her dad from when she was a kid. So something now activates an event from your past that can be unrelated. So give us some other examples of how that, how that works. Yeah. Um, uh, well, another lady had who we actually did a heart wall. So sometimes the emotions really make a wall around your heart. So you can't have the relationships that you're hoping for. And this particular lady was married. Her husband, her and her husband were having, every time they tried to have a discussion, it would get heated. And so they could never just have a, a talk about anything. So what I did was released her heart wall with her husband. And the next day, they got into a conversation which normally would have escalated, and it didn't. And she said, she texted me and she said, I almost didn't know what to say to him because we hadn't had a conversation for so long and she just totally was in a different mindset. So it just takes the the sting out of it. Like it's not that you don't care, but it's like you can kind of just be more relaxed about the situation that you're in. Most people when they release the energy feel lighter, like like literally like they've released some baggage. They're carrying around stress with them and it just lets it lets it loose. And then you can have um, multiple emotions for each event. It might be one emotion, it might be two emotions, it might be three emotions for the same event, but you can release all of them quite easily. And it all has to do with energy. Yes. And it has to be like, some people might say, oh, we've got this chart with the 60 emotions. Um, you know, you could just go, oh, I'll just release all those emotions. You can't do it like that because you have to know what the event was that the emotion got stuck on. And then you can release it. And what I have found for myself is a lot of us have the same emotion that gets trapped numerous times for different events. It's like we have a special package. We all have one and that it just keeps coming up and coming up. So sometimes it takes a while to to release the emotions. So it's not it. I'm just trying to picture this. I'm I'm trying to envision yeah. all of this. And it's it's certainly I can understand it on one level because you're talking energy and on another level, it, it gets. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So it's not a one and done thing because sometimes the emotions are so deeply seated that you release it on, uh, on one level, but then going deeper and deeper and deeper, it's like peeling away an onion. You yeah. end up having other emotions that come up based on something else. Yeah, it, oftentimes, oftentimes that's an, that's an, the analogy I use often is the layers of the onion. And especially if you're like we are entrepreneurial, you know, and you're getting out of your comfort zone and doing things that you wouldn't normally do. The average person, if you're not doing anything out of your comfort zone, might not even notice that much of their emotional, you know, as a problem. But if you're doing things outside, that's when you can really activate or trigger things to come up. Um, and sometimes they are one and done. Like, for instance, I worked with a lady who had a craving, a food craving for milk duds. Like she could not walk into a store and not buy the milk duds. She had to have them. 
And we did one session and released that. And now she can walk in and walk right past those milk duds and she doesn't even care about them. So sometimes it's a one and done. Certain things are going to be the layers and like you have to get through them. Yeah. And how early do these do these emotions get trapped within a person um, in life? So does it start out at the beginning when you're born or before you're born or how does how does that work? Yeah, Uh, most of them, I'm going to say, are prior to age 10. Oftentimes, they're ones that are prenatal or inherited. So you haven't even had a chance. I mean, if you are inheriting something or catching it prenatal, it's, you know, stuff that's come at you before you even had a, had a choice to do anything about it. So I keep saying, wouldn't it be great if everybody before high, they're done high school could have all their emotional baggage released and some good financial training? Imagine how life would be if we could do that. Oh, that would be miraculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just that jump start for most people could be so different because so much stuff is from, you know, bullying or different things that have happened over our lives. Or our connections with um, toxic energy and toxic people. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. we could release that, how how yeah. it would open up so much more possibility. Yeah. And to feel that worthiness, I know, you know, especially with women, a lot, I work with them doing, you know, negative self-talk, limiting beliefs, that scarcity mindset, all that kind of stuff. And that's really what holds us back from being our best and most confident self in whatever we want to do in our life. And so you offer several programs. Tell us about what you offer um, and how you help women and the people you work with. Yeah, um, I do a lot of work with women, like I said, around that have a program called Crack the Code. And that's got some specific things we work on around all of that negative self-talk fears around doing things, you know, for women, maybe they want to start a podcast or um, do videos on social media, but they're very afraid of doing that. So we can release the emotion that's around that. Um, We work with um, scarcity mindset, you know, that's a huge one for abundance and, you know, creating the income and being okay for asking for the money. Uh, And then I also just do one-on-one sessions because there's so many things that we have emotions around. Like I said, with the milk duds, food cravings, or how we feel about our bodies, you know, uh, all that stuff. There's so much emotion in there. So I work around that or fears. Uh, One time I worked with a lady who lived in an apartment and had to go into her underground parking and she got so afraid her anxiety was so bad to just go into that underground parking. We did one session and she was able to release that emotion and drive under there without getting all freaked out about it. So you're able to help people release that energy. Um, even in a remote situation like a Zoom meeting or mm-hmm. um, or yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Once, but when you release it, um, how do you get to the deeper levels? And how does a per if I have something buried truly deeply and I don't even know what it is? Mm-hmm. And you release some of the emotional baggage that I have. Do I then um, 
am I able to then tap into that and possibly see it? Or is the emotion released and I don't have to go there? I don't have to, I don't have to relive the experience or even acknowledge the experience for me to feel the relief. Yeah, you don't have to, but it depends. I mean, if you had a really traumatic thing, I mean, obviously there might be more to it, so it might take a while to get there, but it depends if it's bothering you in, you know, in your life, because something will come up and it depends on the questions that we ask or that I ask. The, the better, the more specific things I can find out, the, the better chance of getting to the emotions we want to release. But like you say, sometimes it's layers. I mean, your subconscious will wants to protect you. So in a session, at some point, it's going to say, no, that's enough for today. We can't do anymore because you can't do you know too much. And it'll know. Like I, well, when I'm talking and asking the questions, you know, I can ask how many, if we can keep going or should we not go? Um, and it'll know. Your subconscious knows what you can do. Yeah, I've been amazed recently. Um in the reading that I've been doing, it's been really interesting. I suddenly have come to realize that the energy around me does affect me and that in different situations, I, I end up going into overload where yeah. I'm being bombarded with all this energy and I really need to step back, sit yeah. in a different space and uh, relax. So that's been an interesting experience for me. And um, as I said to you before the call, it, it's been amazing in the last month how much information has been coming to me um, in different forms, but in many cases pointing in the same direction. Yeah. But I just wasn't aware of it. Yeah. Um, which yeah. also happens. Sometimes we receive information, but um, we're not open to it. And so we don't re we don't retain or um, become interested in it because we don't even understand what's happening. And then yeah. on a different day, all of a sudden you say, oh, wow. Yeah, I heard about that book. I didn't read it. Now I need to read it. Mm -hmm. Or I have heard about doing something. I wasn't planning on doing it. But oh, wow. Several people have told me about the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So by releasing some of the blocks, it also gives us an opportunity to open our eyes more to what's around us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, try things, be open to things. And there's lots of different methods out there. You know, if you have, if you're struggling with some kind of issue, um, and you try one thing and it doesn't work, don't be afraid to try something else because there's lots of different kinds of modalities out there for releasing energy and making you feel better. And like you're saying, sometimes, you know, even physical pain uh, isn't necessarily a medical issue. Sometimes physical pain is only emotional. And if you can release that pain, uh, release the emotions, then the pain goes away. Or sometimes it's partly emotional, partly physical. So at least if you can release the emotions, then your body's better able to heal itself. So 
just be open to trying things. That's one of the things I'm really trying to let people know too. Don't be afraid of these things. We're not trying to, you know, dig into you and find out your deep, dark secrets. We want to help you. And there's so many different modalities out there that can help you these days. Yeah, I just recently had an experience where um, I had severe pain going up my shoulder up to my head. And I was taking all sorts of pills to to make me feel better. And yes, they kind of sort of worked. And then I went to the chiropractor and she said my muscles were so tight that that was part of the reason that I was getting these spasms. And for me, um, I decided to work on a crochet project and I started crocheting dryer balls. 30 dryer balls later, I was feeling much better. But it was stress. It, Mm -hmm. It was stress. And if that can cause, for me, spasms up the side of my debilitating. I mean, I was in bed for a day. I can't I can't imagine um, the damage that all of this can have on different parts of your body. For me, it was my shoulder. But what happens if I have spasms in another part of my body that Mm -hmm. don't go away or that are not released? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're just going to keep having them. I mean, that's the thing. If you go to the doctor and they can't figure out what it is, then, you know, look for alternatives like emotional work and try it because oftentimes that can relieve some of that pain. Amazing. And literally a, literally a pain in your neck. Yeah. yeah literally a pain in my neck for sure. Yeah. Um, Amazing. It, it, it's, it sounds fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, so how can people reach you? Um, easiest way is uh, social media. I'm really active on Facebook or Instagram or directly on my website, coranaylor.com. If you want to know more about how the actual process works, I do have a video on there. You can watch that breaks that down how the steps of how it works. Um, not the, the uh, sciencey part of it, but just how a, a session would work. Yeah. And how often do, so then Let's say you meet with someone. How often do people reconnect with you then? Um, Well, if it's a first time, I always recommend people to do at least two sessions because we want to do whatever their issue is and and the heart wall, because the heart wall is a really important one for people to have the relationships that we want. We just want to keep everyone there. Most people do have a heart wall, um, whether it's with the world in general, with themselves or with specific people. So it's nice to get those cleared up. And then it depends from there what they want to do. Well, that sounds wonderful. So all of that information will be in the show notes for anyone to read and um, have an opportunity to connect with you directly. Um, This has been absolutely fascinating. How has this all changed your life? Oh, totally. I know when I first had my heart wall and I also had a hidden heart wall released, it totally changed how I had relationships with other people and how other people interacted with me. Um, And I use it daily, even for um, working forward. Like before I have a meeting or go do a talk or go to a network meeting, I actually check if I have a heart wall with the person that I'm meeting. So I can just clear that energy before we meet. And it's just brought up so many opportunities. And I just feel better. 
it's just a nice thing that you can do. And the nice thing that you can do, you can also do it yourself on yourself. So a lot of things, you know, you need to have somebody else doing it for you. So it's nice to be able to do this one for yourself. And you also have a podcast. Tell us a, a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, it's called Crack the Code. And on there, um, I interview women that have been doing things sort of in midlife or later, mostly health related, uh, you know, about alternative healing methods or living our best life because it's never too late to get started. You hear a lot of women saying, oh, they're 50. I'm too old for this, too old for that. And, and it's never too late. And you're a prime example. We keep evolving and changing as we go, right? Lots of time left. For sure. Oh, for sure. Every day is a new adventure for me. And yeah. I'm in my 70s. So, yeah. I, I, and I would have never believed that. I would yeah. have never believed that. I, I meet so many people who are so old at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, but it's wonderful to keep learning. And what you do is absolutely fascinating to me because you, you have no idea what the possibility might be. Yeah. And every time I do it, it's magical when it does work and someone says, oh, we did this. And it seemed like it seems like we didn't do that much and it can make such a huge shift. Well, I am certainly looking forward to listening more to your podcast. And again, all of the information will be in the show notes for um, all of you that are listening. And thank you so very, very much for joining me today, Cora. Oh, it was awesome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.